and welcome to the Badass Fertility Podcast. I am your host, Katherine Bregman. I am a fertility mindset expert, having spent numerous years of failure on the journey to conceive my baby girl naturally at 40. I know the heartache, fear, and shame that characterizes this journey. And I know that women who succeed on this journey stop ignoring the most important connection they can control, the mind-body connection, and start using it to fuel confidence, happiness, and ultimately bringing home their baby a heck of a lot faster and with way less stress than those who ignore the mindset piece. If you are ready to remove the blocks between you and your baby and learn how to live this journey with confidence and ease, then you're in the right place. So let's get started. Okay, so for today's episode, we are going to talk a bit about why affirmations don't work and what will help you bring your baby home. But before we jump into that, I want to talk a little bit about a concept that I think is really key for women who are just starting out listening to this conversation about mindset and wondering, what the heck are you talking about? Why is working on my mind and not my body right? Going to make a difference in terms of me getting pregnant. It's really just a matter of getting my body in line, right? Because that's the the sort of paradigm that we've been fed our entire lives when it comes to the perspective of Western medicine, which has an absolutely vital and critical role in our overall health, no doubt, right? But there are also some elements when it comes to fertility that are like the X factor. They're like, a mystery that even your the best reproductive endocrinologist in the world cannot tell you why some high quality embryos don't turn into healthy babies and other lower quality embryos whatever you know based on the grading system that they use turn into healthy babies so there is an unknown piece of mystery involved in the whole act of conception. And that's where using mindset can come in to give you an extra bump, no pun intended, when it comes to bringing home your baby. So the first thing I wanted to do is I just want to remind you that this whole concept of infertility, it's not a thing. What? Okay. So what am I talking about when I say that? Think about it like this. The definition of infertility is pretty cut and dry. It's when a couple attempts to become pregnant by using timed intercourse for 12 months and no pregnancy occurs. Okay, fine. So you tried to make a baby over 12 cycles and it didn't happen. That's devastating. I know it's devastating. I have been through it for what feels like thousands of cycles. Um, So I know how hard that is. But I want to challenge this concept because when we hear the word infertility, we automatically think that means without fertility. If I am diagnosed with infertility, then I have, I'm not going to get pregnant. And the, the truth of the matter is that's just not true. It only means that you haven't gotten pregnant yet. Does it mean that it's worth taking time to get a workup and see what might be going on to see where if you might have some particular physical blocks? Of course, 
100%. The more information that we can gather on this journey and use to our advantage, the better off we're going to be. All right. But for those of us who like science, I do want to point out that the biggest fear that comes up for the badass women who are in this community, and I know that one of the biggest fears for myself was the issue of age, right? Because you go into the doctor's office and they find out you're a day over 35 or a day over 40. And suddenly it's like, oh my God, well, forget it. You know, you may as well just go straight to IVF or straight to donor eggs or straight out the door because it's not going to happen to you. Right. And the truth of the matter is that there is more and more research showing, for example, um, in 2021, the journal on aging put out this amazingly inspiring study that showed that certain lifestyle modifications can actually reverse aging by three years in eight weeks. Okay. Eight weeks worth of lifestyle modifications can lead to chronological, well, not chronological, but um, age reversing by three years, three years. So the cells in your body, the overall health of your body starts to show up as being three years younger than your chronological age. Okay. This was a small study that was done, but the findings are significant for women who want to conceive because it shows that and I'm going to get a little bit science geeky on you for a moment here, but just stick with me, that the process of folliculogenesis, which is the developmental process of dormant ovarian follicles that grow and mature into the dominant follicles that your body will ovulate, typically takes 100 days. Okay, so what that basically means is the eggs that are in your follicles are not fully developed until about 100 days before they're released. So if you shift the quality of the environment in your body leading up to the release of that egg, you have the potential to reverse the age of that egg by up to three fucking years. Okay, this is amazing news. And I am not telling you this to tell you to do anything right? I'm not telling you to go out and figure out a new lifestyle modification. And I certainly hope that you're not hearing this. Although if you are, I understand why. And thinking, well, great. So I'm living wrong. I'm eating wrong. Now there's more that I have to do, right? Because God knows none of us need more to do when we are on the fertility journey. So I'm not saying this to suggest that you go out and do anything. I am only pointing this out to show you that there is hope. There is possibility in the place where we feel like there is absolutely nothing we can do about our age. There's something that can be shifted, right? With the right help. So, and the right approach. I want to add to that real quick and also say that other studies, other research is now showing that when we resolve unfinished business from childhood and our early adult life, that can also positively impact our hormonal system, thereby enhancing our ability to conceive and birth a healthy baby. So I'm going to move away from the science and the research in just a moment. So if your head is spinning with all of the facts and stuff I just shot out at you, don't worry, I'm moving on. But 
I wanted to take a moment to focus on this because it really brings me to the key point of today. The key point of today rests on the idea that if lifestyle modifications were all it took, we would all be pregnant by now, right? If all I had to do was change a couple of things about how I live, I'd be pregnant by now. So what's going on? That is why mindset is so key because we cannot begin to make the changes that you need to make and have them stick until you believe in yourself and stop the shame, blame, and guilt game. Otherwise, any of the changes that you make, they may not, they probably won't stick and they honestly could even backfire. So for example, like I am a a gluten-loving person, right? I love my pasta. I love different types of bread, right? And so if I had to give up gluten, right, which we know is one of those fertility recommendations. So if I'm eating gluten-free and feeling angry about it, all I'm doing is furthering the resentment that I already have towards my body. So if, if gluten gives me inflammation, but giving it up makes me pissed off, that's also going to cause some inflammation. So it's not going to help at all, right? So if I'm doing yoga twice a week, but stressing about it because driving there in traffic, driving there and back is making me feel resentful that I have to give up you know, my, my ladies night with my girlfriend, or I have to leave work a little bit earlier and now I feel behind and I'm going to have to wake up earlier. So if going to yoga class is creating stress in some other way, it doesn't matter how limber my limbs are. It's still not going to help. Right? So oftentimes when we're trying to get pregnant, we are simultaneously and understandably sending mad hate signals towards our bodies and in particular our womb. So when it comes to affirmations, right? Now I'm getting to the point of today. It's more than just saying something. It's finding a small part of yourself that is open to believing it and strengthening that part. Once I started my mindset makeover, I became capable of saying things like, I am meant to be a mom. I don't know when and I don't know how, but I know my baby is coming. These positive, true statements are powerful beacons of manifesting energy, but they only help if you can feel it and know that they are true. Even in just a tiny part of yourself, it's got to feel true. If we're saying this while we're also believing other thoughts, like I had a miscarriage, so I can't carry a baby to term, or I'm too old to become pregnant. I should have started sooner. I don't have the money to invest in becoming a mom, so motherhood won't be for me. If we're saying these quote unquote positive affirmations while within ourselves, we believe something else to be true, just wasting our time. So the one thing we want to talk about now is the way that our thoughts lead to our beliefs, which lead to our actions. And this is a major concept that I get into a lot with the ladies I work with in the Badass Fertility Program. But I'm going to touch on it a little bit with you 
today. So I want to put out there for you that when you change your thoughts, you change your reality. And I want you to think of it as a circuit where it's running in a circle, right? So your thoughts lead to your beliefs, which lead to your actions. And at any moment, you have the capacity to shift one of these three things and it will actually shift the others. So if I take a new action one morning, let's say I decide, okay, I'm going to give up coffee, right? So that's my action. Well, I might think that's impossible, right? (laughs) But if I take that action several days in a row, my thinking about that possibility might change. And over time, I can come to believe that I don't need it. But here's the key. And here's what we're talking about today. If I give up coffee and I'm mad about it, nothing's going to change. It's only going to get worse. And that's why so often on this journey, we suffer because we feel so deprived of the things that we love and the things that we want in addition to not having our baby. And it's like, well, how do I get out of this cycle? How do I break out of this block and create new space where new things can happen, new thoughts, new beliefs, new actions can come in and actually feel good instead of like a fucking punishment. So one thing we want to keep in mind is we don't control our feelings, right? Feelings are going to come up. You can't control your feelings. There's a lot of validity to the sadness, the grief, the heartache that comes on this journey. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you to pretend like it isn't there, right? We don't just paint pink paint (laughs) over our sadness and put on a happy face and say, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay, right? If I suggested that, I would be doing a disservice for you. But what I am talking about is feeling your feelings and not getting stuck in them. Something hard happens. Take 10 minutes, cry your eyes out, rage against your pillow, eat a bag of chips or a bowl of ice cream or put your chips on your ice cream, eat it up and then choose another thought. If our thoughts lead to our beliefs, which lead to our actions, then the number one way to get to a new action is to change our thinking around it. And I'm not talking about forcing yourself to think differently. So let's make this really clear. We are not forcing ourselves to think differently. We are actually finding observable truth, which is out there, but that you aren't seeing. Okay. On my journey, my saboteur constantly told me I had no good eggs left. And side note, if you're wondering what a saboteur is, check out my upcoming episode where I will break this very important concept down in detail. So every cycle that came and went was another piece of evidence that I was going to run out of my good eggs. But deep in my heart, I knew that I wanted to do whatever I could to use my own eggs to have my baby. So changing the thought that I had around that issue wasn't lying to myself. It was reminding myself of a highly probable truth. I have at least one good egg left. 
I was born with thousands of them. There's no way I don't have at least one good egg left. And all it takes is one good egg. So when we start to change our thinking around the ideas that are causing us the most pain, we're actually not lying to ourselves. We are stopping the lies. Those negative thoughts are not the truth. We are just programmed to believe them because as human beings, we have a tendency to go to the negative and we actually have to work harder to bring the positive into our minds. And nothing presents that challenge more than this journey does. So we're not lying to ourselves. We're actually getting more real, more truthful, and helping our mind-body out by giving it something positive to work with. When we change our thoughts, we change our beliefs. And we start to believe in the possibility that you have one good egg. And then you will start to do things differently as well. So as we consciously shift our thinking, we open ourselves up to the possibility of new ways of feeling. At the depth of my despair in my own journey, if someone had given me an affirmation and said, just repeat this, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to have a baby. (laughs) I mean, come on. I think even just saying that when I think about the depth of my despair makes me cringe because I'm like, oh my God, shut up. Like, what are you talking about? Here's all these obstacles that I have in my way. So maybe it would have helped. I don't really think it would have, but maybe it could have done something to give me like a mini makeover um, that could have elicited my desired result, maybe. Or it could have worked against me because the underlying feeling that I brought to that saying was not confidence and joy with the sureness that I was meant to be a mom. It was terror. It was terror that if I don't repeat this mantra, I'll never have a baby. So it's not so much about conjuring the thoughts or saying the words as it is about finding the feeling. What is the feeling that you want to cultivate? So I have a little practice exercise for you um, that I want you to try this week. This week, I want you to do two things. I want you to pay attention to the feelings that arise inside of you, right? Feel them. Pick any moment, a moment when you feel stressed, a moment when you feel anxious. And it doesn't even have to be about your fertility journey. It could be about anything you want. You could choose something more mundane just as an experiment, right? But choose a moment, stop, pay attention to the feelings that are rising inside of you, and then choose a thought you would like to have instead. Don't fall into the trap of despair. It is a trick Your mind wants to play on you. Find an affirmation that feels good and affirms the new thought you have chosen. So for me, as an example, right, instead of saying I'm running out of eggs, I'm shifting to I have one good egg left. Make it a statement you can believe and feel in your bones to be true. That's the key. 
Now, your brain might be screaming against you that it's not true, that that's crazy, that you absolutely can't do it. That's your negative saboteur. We're going to talk to it about in another session. Don't listen to them. If you can feel it somewhere inside of you, find that little seed of truth. You can nurture it and grow it with practice. So practice this for a bit, and I'm telling you, you can have amazing results. It can really start to shift your perception of what's going on and change the game for you when it comes to removing the blocks between you and your baby. So practice this for a bit and then reach out to me. You can reach out to me on my website, badassfertility.com. You could message me on Instagram, Catherine underscore badassfertility. Both of these links are in the episode notes. I want to hear how it's going for you. I want to know if this made sense for you, if you have questions about it, or if you're seeing amazing changes. So if this feels like a lot right now, know this. Whatever you are feeling, whatever you're going through, if you have made it to the end of this podcast, you're meant to be a mom because you care enough to show up and listen. You're here because this is meant for you. I hope you will join us here each week as we break down the practical and emotional aspects of the fertility journey and make connections of all kinds along the way. If you like what you heard today, please follow Badass Fertility and tune in each week. While you're at it, please rate and leave a five-star review. We're working so hard to bring you free content each week and your support is so appreciated. You can tune in weekly to the Badass Fertility Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your shows. 